nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Live Show number 318. It is a Sunday night here, and it is the Nerd You're going to hear the host of the show alongside my wonderful co-host, Brad Young Yoda. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, indeed. Indeed. Right, Brad? Oh, God, my computer's gone. Right, there we go. Okay. Yeah. That's sorry. I was, I was messing with the screen, and... Stop playing around with shit, bro. Sorry. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, it's a Sunday, and we're here to uh, talk about the Bear Season 1 as we do a little bit of catch-up on some shows that we've been watching here on the network. But before we get into any of that, Brad, how is your Sunday night so far? And how was your Saturday? Saturday was good. When, um, went to this uh, Art of the Park thing and, uh, I didn't buy anything there, and then I went to a bunch of wineries and bought wine there. So that's that's how it goes. <laughs> I will not spend hundreds of dollars on a table or art, but I will on an alcohol. On wine. <laughs> True yeah. millennial fashion. Yeah, <laughs> the important things. You're the, you know you're the reason why people would rather want to call pay for a fucking machine that will make the art instead of paying an artist, right? Don't blame the studio. Don't blame the studio's decisions of that to me. Yeah. Don't do you that. Sure, what's it called? I'm gonna go buy alcohol instead of support artists and do it like, in the park. But there's, but it comes to a point of like, I don't really need that shit. I mean, I don't need alcohol either. Like, I got plenty yeah. of that shit. But <laughs> <laughs> if you can't drink it, is it really art? That's what I'm saying, Stacy. I mean, the, the wine. These wines are delicious and very um artistic yeah. in themselves. You know, I'm not going to tell a man what to do with his own money. You know, it's his, it's his life. But damn, Brad, you couldn't even fucking draw a fucking, what's it called, giraffe or something? <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, yeah. but uh, on uh, better terms, um, I did beat Starfield. So I beat the what? main quest. I beat the main quest of Starfield. Oh. I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I did 100% Starfield. I don't even, but I, Stacey, I still haven't found the Genghis Khan mission. So I need to figure that one out. Yeah. Um, but yes, I did progress through the main quest line and, um, yeah, pretty good. You liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, good on Bethesda. Um, I think they uh, really made something quite creative and, you know, fun to play. And 
Uh, not too many bugs. There, there, I've been having an issue where I've been jumping in the air and then it teleports me like a little ways over. And it's like, what, what the hell was that? But other than that, um, not too bad. Plus, I, I, I bought a, a bought a samurai sword and I'm just running around just slicing people. <laughs> uh, and now all, all the, side, the quests. side quests. Yeah. Yep. Well, actually, I, I, I usually do all the side quests or most of the side quests I get to um before actually doing the main quest yeah um just so i can level my up my guy and just be like hey this main quest is trash yeah i'm too strong so um i've i've just been um saturday what did i do on saturday we didn't Uh, we didn't review anything no I got a mini heart attack because I saw this shit was, go- was like Nerdcore goes live in 30 minutes yesterday. I was like, what? I was like, oh shit. I set this review for Saturday at 8.30, not Sunday. Oops. Uh, oh, I streamed for a little bit. I played Stardew Valley. Um, oh, that's a that's a freaking time killer right there. Yeah. Is that but multiplayer yet? I'll come farm with you. It is. It is multiplayer. Is it? I didn't. Yeah. It used to not be. When, yeah, you day. can play multiplayer now. Okay. Um, my day consisted of, of Stardew Valley's wake up, water plants, go to town, talk to women, give them presents, go home. This sleep, man trying to find a wife. Wake up, water plants, go to the city, talk to women, give them presents, you, you, go you, home, sleep. You didn't have to plow sleep. the fields or anything? Um, yeah, I'm going to plow. I'm, I'm trying to clean up my farm. I got too many fucking trees and shit. There's not um, a double entendre there with the plow jokes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, fuck. Um, so yeah, I what's it called? Uh, I, I um, I what I went, I went. Tra- yeah, I'm trying to plow field. Yeah, so it's just a repetitive nature there. Just me, just watering no. plants, going to town, talking to the women. I mean, there. It, there are games like that through the years where they are complete just time killers, and they're fun to play. Which is also the issue, like Sims, Sims, Sid Meier Civilization, especially oh, yeah. if if you put on the the cheat code where you can just do what you want. Like I, I could, I spent a whole day, one time just playing Sid Meier's Civilization. I mean, granted, it was back in my teens, but uh, it's still you like look up at the clock, you're like, it's fucking two a.m. Yeah, for y'all motherfuckers who like to get a uh, hyper fixated on shit, bro. Yeah, I need something more to my games. I need to be able to do other shit, man. And there's games like that. I mean, um, I forget the name, but Starfield, Starfield is pretty good. Any of the RPGs. Um God, I got a shit ton. Now, I still have the, the one game um where you're yeah. playing a FedEx agent with uh with babies uh that I still yeah. haven't opened. Oh, Death Stranding? I started yeah, that. I, I, yeah, I still I still I still, I still have the special edition in the in the in the metal <laughs> case. Hey, did you unopened. ever get to Fallen Order at least? Uh no. Wait. You never got to fall in order. I thought you played that shit. I I played, so I played. So oh, okay. that's the first Jedi, right? Yeah, Jedi Fall in so, Order. Yeah, I played through it, and then I got to like Darth Mir, and I was like, man, these people are fucking fucking too much. Damn, <laughs> bro, the here. Darth Mir uh, missions are actually the most fun ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I need to revisit it. I it just I think I got into another game. Yeah. Oh, th- that's right. Elden Ring dropped. I went into oh, okay. Elden Ring and um, got lost. You need to play that uh, because, look, I'm pretty sure you probably mow the spoilers for the ending of, of Fallen Order, but 
just playing that mission and seeing it all go down is just so fucking awesome, bro. Just knowing I, how I have just... um, I, I saw a little something on YouTube like it was showing like one of the characters, um, I guess that was in the trailer for the the new uh, Jedi that's coming out, and yeah. he was apparently in an animated s- series of that, and apparently like unkillable foe, and yeah. I'm like, how does that work? Yeah. Well, um. Taylor Swift's uh, the what's it called the Eras Tour doc, music documentary premiered to a 95 to 96 million opening weekend here in the United States of America. We didn't get to watch it, but we know somebody who did get to watch it. Billy the Puppet already. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if he laid any traps there. Yeah, probably not, man. But uh, yeah. Did, did somebody have to buy a ticket for him? Probably. Some would <laughs> say that he's in his villain era, Brad. I'm not I'm not going there. I will leave that to um Luis to uh to, to uh, up the ante on that. I am not going there. Still wait on Baldur's Gate to come to Xbox. That'll eat a bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, movie opened to 95 to 96 million this weekend. Good for uh, the big... Swifties. We'll get on the Swifties good side. Good yeah, for y'all. Good job, y'all. Yeah. 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 Good That's job, all y'all. I'm gonna say. Yeah. Especially your little summoning circle. I mean, because I'm I'm not dumb. They don't pay me to be dumb. No, they don't pay you for shit here, bro. Yeah, but they don't pay me to be dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm man. I'm not getting into a war with um teens and preteens. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I will oh, get into wars man. with wine guys though. Like, let's oh, yeah. let's duke it out. I still haven't tried to. Uh, goddamn um, Coppola wine. <laughs> no, me neither, Brad. But I want to see what this shit made, like, uh, what's it called, internationally. All right. Let's see this shit, Brad. 96 million domestic, 32 million international, Brad. This is at a $128 million opening right now. Holy God. Holy fuck, man. Can I just get, like, uh, a million of that? Yeah, man. Taylor, send it over. Yeah, bro, please. I'll be your bestie. Bro, it made $39 million on Friday alone, Brad. Whew. That's, um, that's, that's it. Did you know, I, I read somewhere, she's supposed to make over $2 billion off her tour alone. Yep, she ain't got to worry about shit. No. I imagine yeah. not. Apparently not, Brad. Um. But we also got some uh, cool stuff. Uh, like, we got the Invincible Season 2 trailer, Brad. But Woo. I also want to bring up this before we talk about Invincible. Because this just this just made me laugh today. This made me laugh. Barely Charlie Cox was at New York, uh, New York City Comic Con. New York Comic Con. I will say that is a... I mean, unless somebody had told me, I would never have thought... Dude, that I would never thought that was fucking... No, I would never have Charlie noticed Cox. it. <laughs> that man said... They they just like scraped everything that I just worked on in Daredevil Born Again. Fuck it, I got time to go to Yeah, I got time, time to go to Comic Con and do what I want. Yeah, he's dressed as Bluey, bro. <laughs> this is why he's the goat, bro. This is why he's the goat. <laughs> like bro. had had people not told me, hey, I got a picture with Charlie Cox, I would not have Well, apparently him. this girl tweeted saying, I didn't know that was Charlie Cox. I thought it was just some dumb dude who was dressed up as Bluey. <laughs> 
<laughs> so <laughs> nobody was under the impression that it was Charlie Cox. No, I, and I mean, if you specifically look at his face and you're like, oh yeah, that is Charlie Cox. Because <laughs> then you just imagine the, the glasses going on him and, and you're like, oh, that is that is my dear. It's like, oh, that is Charlie Cox. Yeah, that's my daredevil right there. It's <laughs> my daredevil, bro. Yeah. Are you sure it's not Ben Affleck, Brad? No. Nerd. Nerd. Oh, Fucking nerd. Oh my god. Um, Brad, what did you think about that invisible season two trailer though? I I mean, yeah. I mean, I was gonna watch it. I didn't need a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> After it had a whole season before that where it got me hyped. I didn't really need it, but yeah, still hyped. I want I want to see where this uh rock and rolls to. I want to see yeah. J.K. Simpson or J.K. Simmons Simpsons. He literally has my same fucking. Never mind. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is crazy. Yeah, um, you good, Brad? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Apparently, uh, my mouth doesn't want to talk. But yeah, J.K. Simmons is back, and um, and uh, people people better think. Yeah, man. I dude, I really like this tra- this trailer. I'm already excited for this season, but we got to see some cool uh, footage in there. And yeah, man, I don't know what else to say, man. Yeah, a lot I, more, a lot more people, a lot more characters coming. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that. I'm mm-hmm. excited for this show. We're gonna be talking about this show on this on this on this on the show here. Ah, we're gonna be talking about Invisible Season Two on this show. We're gonna be doing uh, weekly uh, weekly episode uh, reviews on that one at least, and. Uh, yeah, other than that, I don't think there was any other news that came out during the week, right? Uh, Stacy, Stacy did bring up a bring up a good Scott Pilgrim trailer was pretty good too. If you seen it, I did. So I, I did watch that. Uh, yeah, I, I saw it was uh, posted on X this morning. I took a look at it, and uh, yeah, the anime series, right? Yeah, and they're bringing back all the all the cast from the movie to do the voices. That's so, cool. Even Chris Evans. Yes. Even Chris Evans, he he was listed in there. So shout out to all of them. That's cool, man. That's cool. Well, um, other than that, like, I don't know if I if I would pay attention too much to this whole rumor about like Kevin Feige saying that the MCU is going to get rebooted at Secret Wars because I don't. It doesn't. I don't. I can't find anything that says like he actually said that shit, bro. I mean, because then you bring in the question: How you bring like by reboot? Do they mean like? Because I heard like they're bringing back Robert Downey Jr. and yada yada, yeah. And it's like, eh, like, like, no, don't get me wrong. I love Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. That's that's Tony Stark. Well, because they said so. Like the thing is that a podcast said that they have a quote from Kevin Feige, sort of implying that Avengers Secret Wars is going to be a soft reboot of the MCU, and that they're going to bring back some heroes that you guys thought were done for. And whatnot, and like, I don't know if I believe that because it's like, unless you have word for word, bar for bar from the dude, then I'll believe that. I also don't really like that idea, I think it's kind of dumb. Then it kind of like negates everything that happens in Endgame, and it's like, so then why would you have all those emotional deaths of these characters? Hey, here's Gamora with her memory back, yeah, yeah, so we can do another Guardians movie, yeah. Here's here's Tony, you know, like, what's up, what's up with that, like, yeah. Tony 2.0 just have some faith in the people that you have right now as these characters I mean if you're if you're going to do anything if you want to go all the way back and do some prequels with like a Howard Stark kind of thing going sure yeah why not 
But don't bring back Robert Downey. Don't bring back Chris Evans. Like we've already well, fucking did like the whole like we've with already people. gone through that that heartache and that loss, and we don't don't do that to us again. Yeah, I think it's kind of dumb. I think it just shows that they're not confident in what they're releasing right now, and that mm-hmm. they're trying to find a way yeah. to go back to what works. And it's like, I mean, just make better I, movies. I mean, you can do the what you're doing with Loki so far, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But that seems to be it for news, Brad. Uh, I didn't get to watch that trailer, so you, I'll go. I'll go. What's it called? Um, I'll I'll go ahead and just agree. What's it called? Take your word for it. That it looks yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, um, it it looks. I mean, it's an animated series, and it looks because I, I believe it was it a comic book or a manga or something beforehand, um, and then it got turned into the movie. So it's going back to the animated series of it, and I'm just kind of excited there bringing all the the voice actors or all the actors from the movie to be the voice yeah yeah um but other than that man shall we do this right uh right after stacy's comment here's the characters that made us money and got us the love of the fans is tony stark's twin brother Joni stark stacy's gonna be his cousin uh coney stark Tony stark bro <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. Tony Stark. But let's go ahead and get this going here, man. Uh, Yeah, let's do this. So if you have not watched The Bear Season 1, you should probably get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers or you haven't seen or you've seen the the first season already, go ahead and get out of here. I mean, go ahead and stay. Either way, how any of that goes, this is your one and only spoiler warning. And it is an effect. In a five, four, three, two. Oh my god, hold on. One. <laughs> there we go. I was on the wrong tab. Oh also, and Luis wonders why we start stuff without him because he don't show up nowhere. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just call the man out, Brad. Yeah, Luis Luis was supposed to be on this episode, by the way. Because he wanted to talk the Bears, about the show. The bear season one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Me, me and Roll are the only ones uh, uh, pretty much here year-round. Damn, bro. Just calling him out like that, Red. I don't care. <laughs> he got all he mad wanted... when it, he didn't watch the show last time and didn't show up. And then, you know, he says he's going to show up on this and doesn't show up. So, what the hell, man? <laughs> God damn it, man. Well... Who knows, Brad? But let's go ahead and do this. He said he's gonna be on the next ones because uh, after this, we're gonna next week we're gonna do season two, and then after that, we're gonna do Invincible season one. So what's he gonna do? Spend ten minutes to give his opinion on season one <laughs> instead of being on the actual show to give his opinion on season one. Is that what we're doing? Amen. You go talk to him. I I told him, and he said, "Hey, man, I got to do some stuff today, so I won't be on, but I'll be on for the next ones." So, uh, the bear. <laughs> I'm just making shit awkward in here. That's what I do. A young chef from the fine dining world returns to Chicago to run his family sandwich shop. The series is created by Christopher Storer. It stars Jeremy Allen White, Evan Moss, Bachrick, Bachrach. I don't know how to say that. Uh, Ayola uh, DeBerry and uh, Lionel Boyce. 
Lisa Colon-Zayas, Abby Elliott, Maddie Matheson, Edwin Lee Gibson, Corey Hendricks, Richard Esteras, and more and more. Well, it doesn't even tell the, 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 the even tell the brother. Yeah. It didn't even list him. No, because he comes out like he doesn't even come out in the whole season. Like he's he's partly in there. But he's not like a big part of the like He's literally, he's, the big, he's literally the whole reason he's at I the know, restaurant. but he's not top billing, Brad. Well, no, I know he's not top billing, but like... W- hey, bring it up with IMDb. Don't bring if it up If you have me. the Punisher actor, you think you would like name the name. <laughs> Let me see how long it does it take for him to come up. Yeah, John Bernthal is after, what's it called? Um, Christopher Zuccaro. What's up, Kylie? What up, Kylie? Hello, where's my steak? This unbearable. He wouldn't bear. Oh my god! But I'm. You know. You know. Um. I'm just. I'm just gonna say. Uh. You can either have your steak prepared how you want it, or you get it well done. So. Yeah. You can wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, look, Brad. He's just not Tom Billing. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Bring it up with IMDb. Don't bring it up with me. That's dumb. I know it is kind of dumb. That's kind of dumb. There. Yeah. A cocaine bear. This is the wrong bear you're thinking of. Yeah, the wrong one. Yeah. yeah. How do you not have John Bernthal listed? See, I had to look up the name because I totally just spaced it right there. So that was me typing. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not have John Bernthal listed? I don't know, Brad. He's literally, literally the reason, like, to go to the restaurant. Yep. Brad, what are your what are your initial thoughts on season one? Um. So I watched this when it first dropped, which was how long ago? Last year. Yeah, last year. So I watched this last year. Um, so I had to do a little reboot, like a YouTube uh, recap for uh, for this. But um, <laughs> for everything I remember, like I was, you know, I was because I went in there and I'm like, okay, it's something to watch. I think I was watching like Reservoir yeah. Dogs or um, Reservation Dogs. I was watching Reservation Dogs. <laughs> and it was another FX show. I'm like, okay, I'll give this a shot. And then I was, I, I was, you know, barely. I was um I was very satisfied with the show. I, I I was not expecting that from you know an FX show about you know a restaurant. And the actors in this are like pretty much all amazing, I would say. And they work well together and the storyline through it is great. And um, you know, when we get to our final scores on this, I would have this a higher score if I didn't watch season two. Because um for all intents and purposes, um, I feel like season one and season two are like different shows. Because oh, season yeah. season two just totally switched in some form, and it I, I don't know. I, to me, it's above and beyond what season one was. But season one was is basically like the good opening to season two. Yeah. So I mean, I've I've watched season one um, a while ago. Uh, but I've had time to kind of like let it sit since I finished season two. And I, I I think it's a near perfect season. The only thing I have to tell Brad, I told him that I was like, I felt that the seven episode runtime that we had in this season, well, was it seven? Yeah, it was seven, right? Or eight, I'm sorry, eight. Eight. Eight episodes. The eight episode runtime that we had in this season made a lot of plot points to me feel very redundant. 
at times because that was that that constraint of only eight episodes to keep it like condensed so that way we could reach the like very climactic last third act of this whole yeah. series of this whole season but with that said i think it's, it's fucking fantastic fantastic season i i, I think i the berries really good in this show i think that fucking um what's his name um cuz bro uh, Evan Evan Moss Evan Moss uh, Bakrach mm-hmm. uh, plays Richie is phenomenal. Phenomenal, yeah. Like most of the cast and the like, whoever did the casting of this is uh, should be given a bonus. Yeah, Abby Elliott, um, Liza Colon, Zayas, uh, and you know Lionel Boyce. But to me, to me, this the one who shines the brightest, the one who really comes in to create a formidable performance to me. In this season, is Jeremy Allen White. I think Jeremy Allen White is on a completely different playing field than I've ever seen him before. As somebody who's watched him since Shameless. Well, and um, yeah. So I've I've seen clips of his Shameless uh, acting, which I really kind of want to watch Shameless yeah. after watching all those. But I, I mean, uh, he won a Golden Globe this year for this yeah. role. That should be that should be enough to tell you just what he's bringing to this. Yeah. Nominated for outstanding lead actor in a comedy series for the, for the, what's it called? Uh, for the Emmys for this year's Emmys. But dude, I, I mean, he's, he's incredible, man. I, I think he's, what's it called? Uh, for, I mean, for this year's Emmys. So yeah, I was uh, for, for last season, but I think he's incredible in this episode. And he's, I mean, this season, um, I, I just think the way that it's kind of written as well with store kind of like, bringing these different plot points in this season where it's about like, you know, Oh, they're all kind of all grieving this loss, like really, really tough loss, but they're also trying to, you know, find a way to keep this store afloat because it's very, it's, it's kind of what's it called a very noticeable through, you know, it's presentation that this store is kind of on its last legs. And if we can't get it to survive as something, it's not going to be here at all. Anymore. Well, and and they, they even reached the point of, um, being okay with the cousin selling drugs, um, in order <clears throat> to pay for I, I forgot what went out either the air their electricity, the, their condenser yeah. or something for their electricity went out. Yeah, and they they basically came to a point of all right, but only only this time. <laughs> I, dude, by the way, I love that I love that guy, the one who does the 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 whole like technical shit in there. Oh, uh, Maddie Matheson. Yeah. Yeah. Who's an actual chef. Oh, really? Yeah. Maddie Matheson. Like he has a whole YouTube and he's, he's famous for just being a chef. That's funny, bro. That is really funny. Um, I think that cinematography is fantastic. I love the lighting choices in this series. I think there's a really clear, like color palette that works really well in this season, in the series, in the season. And that, that, that changes in the next one, but in this one, it's like everything feels very tense, and you yeah. can tell and with that's the, what I, the type of colors that they choose. I mean, with Stacy, just like Steve, yeah. Stacy said, um, it is a very tense season, and um, I would say I never worked in a kitchen, but I, I would ask people if they want to comment stuff. Would this feel like would it be in a professional chef setting? Because yeah. from everything I've heard, because I, I I mean, I was a big fan of Anthony Bourdain. I watched his shows. Um, I watched the documentaries on him. And everything I've seen from him is like, it's it's fucking tense. 
yeah. every every day. And it is not an easy job to be a chef or a sous chef or just to work in a kitchen. Especially yeah. one that's a popular kitchen. Um, what is your favorite episode of this season, Brad? I'd have to look up. Um like when they were doing the so when, when they were doing the recap, they didn't they didn't tell me yeah. which episode was which. To me, it's super easy. It's 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 episode seven. It's it's the wonder. The wonder is like it's it's crazy, man. Because like I feel like shots like that are so um overused now. Like everybody wants to do the wonder, everybody wants to do like you know, something different to make their show stand out. And like nobody actually thinks about how stylistically to approach shots like that. And I think that episode seven does that incredibly well. I think they're like, okay, we're going to use this whole one take, you know, thing here to actually like emphasize how chaotic this whole mess feels like. And I think they do it so well with great performances from everybody in that cast. The music is really good. The sound design is really good. And then in that, that episode, is like one of the only times in that whole season where the colors are different, where it feels like, okay, this is because it's like, oh, we're going to open this, this, this store up. This is like kind of what the palette is going to look like. This is what it, this is what we want this store to look like. And then everything kind of changes when the chaos starts and you're like, oh no, we're still back at square one and where we're yeah. supposed, where we're at. That, that's, mean, my, I mean, that's my favorite episode. I mean, I will tell you uh, some favorite parts of mine. Um, I do like the kids' birthday party. Um, <laughs> where uh, the kids take a quick nap. Um, Funny. I, guess the, I guess they're going to be okay. <laughs> if you've One ever been to a kid's birthday I've party, you kind of wish, like, safely that would happen. <laughs> just like, all the kids just need to take a nap. One of the funniest things that's ever happened, right, that I've seen on TV. <laughs> yes, that's all I got. I gotta agree. Um, Xanax in the punch bowl makes for a for a great time, I guess. Yep, all because somebody put their fucking prescription in there. Uh, oops. <laughs> Oopsie. Um, I, I mean, I just this is a very well made show with a lot of tension. Yeah. Um, and it makes me never want to work in the kitchen. <laughs> Honestly, no, I'd end up crying in the fetal position, probably. More than likely, don't you think? Yeah, it's it's a very stressful job, and just you're having to do a lot with your hands and watch out for others when you're moving around. And I'm just, I don't think I'd be very good at it anyway. I might um, be able to wash the dishes. You might, might, might. Greg. might. I also <laughs> think I'm trying to find this girl, bro, because. I think she is in a book smart, uh, that, that movie that Olivia Coleman. Oh, Olivia, no, Olivia Wilde. I thought, about, I thought you were talking about the the business. I'm like, she was in a book smart. No, 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 Claire, Claire. She was in book smart. Was she? Yes, she was. She was in book smart, and she was in, in Shiva Baby as well. Yes, I like her character. I like that. Well, 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 we get to know her in this season a little bit. You know, she comes up, but. Then she becomes a she's a bigger part of the next season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, I think Molly Gordon's also really good. Uh, do you have any favorite character, Brad, this season? Um uh Cuzzo. To me, it's cuz, bro. It's cuz, uh, bro. Cuz cuz because cuz adds that little chaotic 
because I think things would go too smooth if you didn't have have the cousin there. But also, the cousin kind of saves the day throughout everything, and people don't really notice that. He's like, oh, he's 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 basically fixing shit, and they're not even noticing. But him, and then I like um the uh, the sous chef, I, I the the one uh, don't touch my pot. <laughs> uh, she, she hit. Uh no no not not that the the uh I forget her name. Oh, she uh, hides she hides his knife. Tina? Do, yes, Tina. Thank you. Tina the, the the Puerto Rican. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. because she becomes a, a very big part in season 2 yeah. and it's fun to watch that growth from where she was because in in this this first season she's she's basically you know doing anything she can against them because she doesn't quite see she doesn't want it to change she no. doesn't want the restaurant to change she wants to stay kind of like the way the cousin was and it's just good to see those two characters growth <laughs> for a bit <laughs> hold the fort down <laughs> he was an andor he was an andor <laughs> who did he play in andor Remember, he was the the guy that was gonna uh, sell them all off. Yeah, that's right. He was. Yep. He was. Oh, that bastard. Yeah, I know. Right. At least he gets yeah. to play kind of a good guy in this. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, I gotta really hand it. Like, you know, we we you know we we're told about you know, um, I can't remember his name, but what John Bernthal's characters, you know. And his presence felt throughout this, that character's presence felt is felt throughout this whole season. But man, when you see it portrayed by Berenthal, you're just like, fuck man, this guy is just, there's nothing that that man can't do, Brad. No, that man is, that man is a gem of an actor. Um, and yeah. the, the overall, just his presence, he's not on screen, but his presence is known throughout this whole season. Of his yeah. character, because his character is the one who puts us all into motion. Basically, he's the one who started the restaurant with his cousin, and then you know he commits suicide, and yeah. that brings Carmi in to try and run the restaurant because, and you know, the family business, and it keeps going. And th then the 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 whole point of Carmi basically runs into a roadblock. He's like, I can't do it. Like it's yeah. it's come to this point, and then. And a final kind of just, you know, way of letting go, I guess. He wants to go make his family spaghetti, which he never liked. Um, but his literally his uh, brother had wrote on the note, the family spaghetti. And yeah. for him to find out his brother kept almost all that $300,000 loan. Yeah. And One of my favorite moments that whole season. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Brad, what what do you uh anything else you want to bring up before we do the final verdict? Uh, like I said, I would I would, you know, I probably agree with Raul. I I would say this is a near perfect season. It's a very good season for me if I had not watched season two. Yeah. Um, but other than that, this is a watch. FX hits it out of the park. You want to expect? I never expected this when I started to watch this. Uh, what came on the screen. And and it just continues into season two. This I'm trying to see if Andor was this year or was it last year? Because this would easily was be my last year. Yeah, so this is my second favorite series of last year. Andor's you know 
Yeah. Of course, number one. <laughs> Come on. And, and you have an actor in both. Look at yeah, that. Yeah. But, uh, Brad, what's your final verdict? Um, hmm. I'm going to give an 8.75. To me, the this season is a straight-up 9 out of 10. I think it's near perfect. I think that it's just it feels redundant at points, and I'm like, okay, we're just kind of like stuck here because we're trying to get to the end, but we're also not trying to, you know, reveal too much. So that way we, we can still save some stuff that we're trying to develop further in season two. Did, but, you, did you also get the feeling that they didn't know if there'd be another season for this? Yeah. And, and I mean, some kind some kind of the writing. Do you yeah. blame them, Brad? No. Like this is a very different show than usual. Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's amazing how big of a fan base it ended up getting. Yeah. But you know what, cuz that's just it, man. That's that's our review of season one of the bear. We thank you all so much for joining us. As always, you can catch us on the nerdcore.com, Twitter at the nerdcore underscore, Instagram at the nerdcore, patreon.com slash the nerdcore at the one dollar tier. You get early access to our main show, the nerdcore podcast, where we do a bunch of movie reviews. Our Discord link is in the description below. And if you can talk to us in the comments, it would be much appreciated. We love talking with you all. And we love interacting with you guys. Um, shout out to y'all, y'all. Y'all been amazing, guys. I we're continuing on with this like momentum that you all give us. Like every single episode of the live show has had double digits so far, guys. I mean, we really we appreciate do appreciate that. that. We really do, guys. It shows that y'all are enjoying these reviews. Y'all are enjoying us talking about this new stuff. So we'll be back on Friday next week for. Our look or Friday or Saturday, we still haven't decided yet. But next weekend, we'll do our Loki season two episode three review, and then Sunday, we'll be doing the Bear season two. The following Sunday, after that, we'll be doing the uh, Invincible season one, and hopefully, that leads us into doing Invisible season two. Or depending if Gen V is done, we will do a season review of Gen V. But yeah, I got I got a lot of catch up on Gen V. I got to catch up too, and I think I think that's literally what I'm about to do right now. I think that's what I'm going to do right now. Stacy uh, has a question. Following Hulu FX shows, have you re- have you reviewed Reservation Dogs? I know res- is Reservation Dogs ending, Brad. Um, I don't know, but uh, the new season's out, so that has a lot of seasons to watch, Stacy. Um, I don't think that's a. I think it's only two seasons, or is it three seasons? It might. The third season might have just come out, but um, I will say the first season is funny as shit. Um, so if Raul were to catch up, uh, I would not mind doing a review of them. I think they're funny as hell. Um, uh, these are three seasons. Oh, this is the last, this is the last season, Brad. Last season. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would, I wouldn't mind reviewing them. It's a lot, but they're very good episodes. Yeah. Well, I'll think about it, Stacey. That's, that's like three seasons, man. And I also don't have access to that one, but. You know, I might be able to help with that. Yeah, but um, but I like I said, guys, we just we thank you all so much, guys. It's just it's we really do appreciate all the support you guys give us. Um, you guys have done an incredible job with with the live with the live uh, uh reviews here, and you all obviously like them, so we thank you all so much for that. We'll be back next week for all that wonderful stuff, and just catch up on our last review. We did a review of Dress to Kill from Brian De Palma. You guys can check that out here on the channel. We have reviews for The Shining. We have reviews for Oppenheimer. Talk to me. A lot of other movies. So just check out the other pre-recorded content that's on the uh, channel. So please check that out and just 
uh, watch it and tell us what you guys think. But and and Tuesday for our Patreon supporters, uh, you get to hear us talk about uh, Stephen King's Misery. Yeah, so uh, we're staying along the side of Stephen King horror. Yes, uh, Monday we are not doing our review on Patreon. We're actually doing it on Tuesday to release on Wednesday for the public. So we're doing that on Tuesday live on Patreon.com/slash/Nerdcore at the one dollar tier. You're gonna get it live and early for Misery, and then on Thursday. Uh, live and early to release on Saturday. We're doing uh, Darren Aronofsky's The Wrestler. So, which, uh, by the way, I watched today. I'm, I'm, I'm not disappointed in my pick. Damn straight, Brad. All right. With that said, let's get out of here, Brad. Send him out. All right, Raul. Thank you, being host as always. Thank you to Stacy, Louise, Kylie, uh, for joining us in chat today. We Louise? appreciate that. Oh, my brother. Your brother. <laughs> Yeah. It's it says Luis right there. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, thank you all our listeners out there, all our patron supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And uh to end this episode, um don't hide my damn knife. Young Yoda out. I just have to say that donut looked tasty. I'm just saying. Watch your back. Don't get stabbed.